everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of T Watches a Scary Movie. My name is T, and of course, we are talking scary movies. I appreciate you tuning in for another brand new episode. Remember, new episodes go up every Wednesday night, the video version at 8.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can catch that on the YouTube page, which is youtube.com slash C slash Theron Reynolds Scary Movie. Otherwise, you can check out the audio-only version half an hour earlier on all your favorite podcasting platforms just by searching Twasm or T Watches a Scary Movie. But the best way to stay up to date on new videos, new audio versions, TikToks, letterbox reviews, all the stuff that I'm putting out is to get subscribed to the Linktree. That's linktr.ee slash T Scary Movie. If you get subscribed to the Linktree, again, you'll get alerted for new videos, new audio files, new TikToks, the written reviews of movies I do on Letterboxd, pretty much everything that I'm putting out there. That's going to be the best way to stay up on that. So subscribe to the Linktree, but you can also subscribe to the YouTube page or any of the podcasting platforms as well. So what are we talking about here tonight, folks? Um, so the Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game was just released on the consoles and PCs here in the last week. And uh, yeah, I wanted to take some time to talk about that game tonight because I got to do the beta test a few months back. And now that the game is out there, it's open, everybody's playing it. There have been millions of people playing it since it launched last week. We got to talk about that. So we're going to get to that a little bit later here. I'm going to share my thoughts on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game thus far. But we got some other great stuff talk to y'all about tonight as well too so this past weekend here in denver colorado we held crypticon denver a new horror convention that's been making its way around the country i say new new to colorado here but a horror co convention that's making its way across the country finally had a stop here in denver for its first show here and after not really having uh too many horror shows over the last five six years or so at this point it was a welcome presence to have them out there first of all their guest list they had coming out they had uh, alex vincent and christina lee's from chucky the child's play series whatever you want to call it we had ari lehman and his band first jason out here as well too lee waddell heather langenkamp adrian barbeau was here folks they had a lot of big names out here for this show and not to mention in addition to everybody still being out there and still signing on to grabs, doing all the selfies and everything as well, too. There are a number of great panels they had going on, along with a number of incredible vendors there as well. I ended up buying myself some more pins for my new horror uh, pin backpack, and I also got myself a nice little Jason Friday the 13th Part 8 Jason Takes Manhattan keychain to go onto my backpack as well. So they had some really great stuff there to get uh, to buy from the various vendors that were around there. And for a new horror show in Denver, not too bad of a turnout, honestly, from what it looked like. People were very excited about all the guests that were there, and they held it at a location that I think enabled them to get the maximum return on their investment for the show. From all accounts, looks like they're going to be coming back here for a second year. So if you do get a chance to check out a crypto show in your local area make sure to go out and support because these guys most definitely deserve that support the more we show out on these horror cons the more that'll start springing up all across the country and i need more in denver so help a brother out by showing up to these bigger horror shows that are coming around the country right now folks what else though what else so 
uh, actually just launched recently here on Netflix is the uh, zombie reality show Zombieverse, which takes a group of unsuspecting people who believe that they are here to be a part of a dating show. They're all influencers in one way or another. And suddenly there is a zombie outbreak. Now, this show reminded me very, very much of another reality show that was back on, I want to say Discovery back in the day, called The Colony, where they took a group of participants and put them in a simulated end-of-the-world environment, whether it was, you know, a nuclear apocalypse or some kind of virus that ran rampant over the world. Whatever the case was, they took a group of people and put them in this simulated environment to where they were then supposed to live and basically carry out all these challenges over a period of time to show what they would do after the world ended. Now what was so cool about that show was the fact that even though the participants were obviously told like yeah this is just a simulation and everything they put everything in such a structured environment that even in some of the later episodes where the participants had to fight people like invading their living space um, and that were trying to like steal from them it was still very uh, it, it wasn't corny it was very believable because even though we know they're not going to be like trading punches or cutting each other or shooting each other or anything like that they still managed to make it a very very believable situation scenario to show out on this show and my fear for Zombieverse was okay how much do you actually tell your participants because in 2023 which I assume when this show was actually filmed in the first place it's hard that most people wouldn't know about zombies at this point, all right? Uh, unless they are a couple generations above us, which I just turned 36 a couple weeks ago. But unless they're that much more older than I am, I think your casual person you're gonna walk by on the street knows what a zombie is. And especially in this day and age, I think our fight or flight response is so high up there after everything we've dealt with over the last few years that my worry for this show was that these people would get on it and they'd have to knock a zombie out. Like they'd straight up just have to punch a zombie in the face because what would you do in that case, all right? If you're not given much information and maybe you're told you're gonna be on this dating reality show, not realizing you're actually being locked into a social experiment uh, uh, surrounding zombies for who knows how long at this point, don't you think you might take a swing at somebody coming to bite you? And so that was my, my biggest worry with the show. Everything else I was going to be cool with, but I was really curious about where they would go with this. Um, there, was a, there was a film that came out not too, too long ago, um, which I'm trying to look up here what it was, because I can't remember what the name of it was. Dead Set, that that's what it was. So uh, for those of y'all who, uh, who are huge Big Brother fans, um, there was this film that was made back in the late 2000s, 2008 or so, called Dead Set, um, that had Riz Ahmed in it, I believe. Um, there was about uh, these people who were on a... Uh, 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 on this, on Big Brother, and there was a zombie outbreak that suddenly occurred out of nowhere. And honestly, I actually thought it was a really, really good, like really, really good premise. And it's written, uh, I'm pretty sure it was done by Charlie Brooker, the guy that did Black Mirror. So if you haven't seen it, definitely worth a watch if you, if you can pick it up at any point there. But that also kind of explored the idea of taking people in a reality show situation and just flooding them in the world of zombies and great greatly done um uh, fantastic miniseries i haven't watched a little bit at this point and i was curious in, uh, uh, about whether or not this would be stuck in one place whether they're traversing all over you know all over the country with this because i believe this is set in korea 
And I was very, very surprised to see how much of an open kind of environment that these contestants are placed in. Like, they go to do this reality show, the zombie outbreak occurs, and suddenly they're all banded together, and they're being driven off to this other location. And it's very, very much control. But I was enjoying the fact that as, as, as much as it could seem as it's controlled, it still was very enjoyable. Like it was still very, very realistic. Cause obviously us as viewers, we know zombies aren't a thing. This is not something that's really gonna happen. But the fact that these people are really fighting for their lives and they're scared and they're running and they're doing all this, they're having these real conversations and they're laughing and they're crying. And like, it, like I loved seeing these realistic reactions to everything that was going on. And it's still hard to say whether or not I think that, um, uh, whether or not I believe they've told the contestants a good chunk of what they need to know about this show or not. The jury's still out on that for sure. But you guys should definitely go check this out right now on Netflix to see what you think. Watch the first few episodes. I'm three episodes in right now. We've been watching it in my watch party uh, Wednesday nights in our Discord for the last couple weeks as well. Get up to episode three. Let me know what you think. Do you think the contestants on this show have been made well aware of what they're getting into at this point? point or are they all being bamboozled is this something that's just completely under the radar and we're going to see how far they can get with it let me know in the comment section folks because i definitely want to hear what you think about zombie first all right so with that we're going to take a short little break here you can find out a way that you can save 20 percent on anything at the fangoria store and when we get back i'll be talking texas chainsaw massacre the game Everybody looking for a great way to stay up to date on horror news as well as read the best of articles on anything scary out in the world right now then you need to head over to the Fangoria shop and get yourself a subscription if you go to shop.fangoria.com axdw you can use my own personalized 20% discount to save 20% off on Fangoria magazine subscriptions as well as 20% off any other items in their fantastic shop. This is a great deal. If you've ever been wanting to get yourself a subscription, now is the time to do so. Head to shop.fangoria.com slash AXDEW. Welcome back to T Watches a Scary Movie, everybody. Again, don't forget, you can save 20% on your Fangoria orders by using my discount code to get that special. We are here to talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre The Game, the latest interactive multiplayer game from Gun Media, same company that brought us Friday the 13th The Game just a few years ago. Now, if you played Friday the 13th The Game before, which I have, uh, I was a backer on the Kickstarter for it, loved that game, sad to see uh, that it's finally coming to an end here, but that game was made in the realm of, or the world of the Friday the 13th series, to where uh, players had a chance to play either as Jason Voorhees or as one of the unfortunate count, count, uh, count counselors at Camp Crystal Lake that are there to either defeat Jason and send him back to his grave for now, or escape through the night by a one of very, very few means that the game provided to you. Now, the game itself was a very, very simple, and I don't mean that negatively, multiplayer game. The goal of Jason was to kill all the counselors on the map, and the goal of the counselors were either find a way to kill Jason, to escape by calling the police, to uh, escape by boat or by car, or simply to survive the night. And that was really it in terms of objectives. The game was really meant to be played 
uh, online with other people, although there is an offline mode that you can set up bots to play against if you're going to be playing as Jason. And after seeing a game like that came out, regardless of what your opinion was on it, because it is a very repetitive game, but that's the kind of world we exist in these days. Now, Friday the 13th uh, came alongside a number of other horror games in the same row that popped up, kind of like Dead by Daylight did, or even more recently, Evil Dead, the game did as well too. And we were starting to see a lot more licensed properties from our horror realm get out there. Uh, Dead by Daylight had a lot of guest killers in there, whether it was uh, whether it was Ghostface, or whether it was Freddy Krueger, or Michael Myers, or Pinhead, or even Leatherface himself. So there's been a lot of talk about what could come next, which property was going to get adapted. And Gun Media decided they were going with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, the point of this game works very similar to the way that it does with Friday the 13th. This time, you have a group of four victims that can be uh, chosen from a list of five. They're going against three members of the family, one of which obviously has to be Leatherface, but the others could be the hitchhiker or the cook that we've seen in various other films, but also two new members, Johnny and Sissy, who have joined the family as well. Now, the goal of the victims is to escape from the family, whether it's the house, whether it's the basement, whether it's the gas station, it doesn't matter. The goal here for these victims is to escape the clutches of Leatherface and his evil, evil family. While, of course, the goal of Leatherface and his family is to kill all of these victims. So, if you've seen the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, that's about all you need to know to understand this game, as the game doesn't really pull much from the lore of the rest of the films. All you need to know is that in the original film, an unfortunate group of young friends wound up there on Leatherface's property, and the majority of them were all killed and eaten. And that's really what we're getting here. There is a little bit of backstory with our lead character, Anna Flores, who is looking for her sister Maria with the help of her friends, and they've ended up in the clutches of Leatherface. And that's about it at this point, folks. Now, in terms of gameplay, if you've played most of our multiplayer games in the horror realm that are out there right now, you're gonna have a good leg up on this, as if you're playing as the victims, you're not really there to kill, much less damage the family members at all. Your job here is to open doors, open passageways, it's to pick locks, it's to defuse batteries, it's to open electrified fences. Your goal basically is to get through this map and help your teammates out of the basement to where you start and eventually escape from the house. Now, if you're playing as the family instead, you have a number of different ways that you can set traps for these victims, that you can see or hear where they're at as well too, that you can destroy passageways that they're going through. So the gameplay very much differs depending on which side of the fence that you find yourself on. Now, I will say the game is absolutely suspenseful. Uh, they make the right choice to where while all the victims start off in the basement, so does Leatherface as well too. Yes, the two other killers are gonna be starting up on the top level of the house or wherever you are, what map you're playing, but Leatherface starts in the basement with you and it's not long that you're gonna play before you start hearing the revving of that chainsaw going off and that sends chills down your spine. Hearing Leatherface might be closer to you than you honestly think. The game also sets up this system to where Grandpa, the, uh, the patriarch, 
of Leatherface's family works to kind of identify other victims on the map by the killers feeding him blood. Now, the victims have a chance to avoid this just by standing still, but if you're being chased down, how still can you honestly stand? Now, I've played a number of rounds at this point. The customization in it is incredible as well, too. There's a number of different perks that each character has access to, which will help put different variations on each match that you play. Whether that means different cooldown times for the special abilities that you get, as some characters have the ability to hear a bit further than their, uh, their vicinity that they're in. Some characters have a special ability to knock down members of the family to help your, uh, your fellow victims escape in a few seconds. There's all these perks that victims can have equipped as well as they have the ability to add skill points to their various trees that they have that'll help them whip their various traits throughout the game as well too. So there's a lot of customization in here as well. Each of the victims have a various amount of costumes that you can earn to unlock to dress them in as well. When it comes down to gameplay, this is absolutely something that you can pop in just for a quick match or two, and you don't really need to actually worry about having a bunch of friends ready to play with you. That's one thing that I really did like about Friday the 13th, and I know I'm going to like a lot here about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, the game's a lot more fun if you have a group of your own friends to play with, and maybe if y'all are on differing sides of victims versus the family. But even if you don't have anybody, even if if you don't have yourself a headset this is still a really really fun game to play for sure now of course we can hope for that there's going to be more dlc coming out down the line as the game is very much based on the first movie and the first movie alone you know it's been alluded to that we're not really going to get that much else from a lot of the other films so i don't know what that means in terms of skins for leatherface skins for the other characters or other maps um, I would hope that we could at least get maybe a couple of other maps, you know, if they could by chance do the uh, the, the meat shop from maybe Jessica Beale's Texas Chainsaw Massacre or the different variations of the house like from Leatherface would be nice as well too. You know, there's a lot of other things that they can go with and with the game just launching, we have plenty, plenty of time to see what updates are coming down. But folks, you gotta get a hold of this game. It's free right now for Game Pass members. So. If you're an Xbox person, you are very much in luck here right now. But the game is available for PlayStation. It's also available for Steam right now as well, too. So, folks, go out and pick that up right now. And, of course, if you're going to be playing online, you can catch me online playing from time to time as well, too. Check out my Twitch channel. I'll be uh, throwing a schedule up there so you can see what I'm going to be playing next. And you can jump on and play a few rounds with me as well, too. Let me know in the comments. Have you been playing the Friday the 13th game, Evil Dead? Are you jumping on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game right now? Folks, I want to hear it. Let me know. That's going to do it for us tonight here. Folks, we are right here at the spooky season. We got one more week till we start September. And then it's time for our annual horror movie marathon so be ready because i'm going to be releasing a lot of information on what that schedule is going to be looking like throughout the months of september and october but that's it for tonight folks my name is t we've been talking scary movies stay scared hey everybody i appreciate you tuning in for another brand new episode movie review game review whatever it is now at this point 
Don't forget, you want to get subscribed to my official channel so you can stay up to date for when I'm dropping new episodes, reviews, news, whatever it is. The best way to do that is get subscribed to my link tree. That's going to be linktr.ee slash tscarymovie. Again, linktr.ee slash tscarymovie. That'll keep you up to date with new videos, podcast links for the audio-only version, as well as my letterbox where you can find written reviews. Get subscribed, and don't forget, keep watching scary movies, folks. Stay scared.